What's up, goons? We're back with another episode of Notes of a Goon. I'm your host, Chris from Brooklyn, joined, as always, by my stalwart, stalwart producer, Michael Harrington. How are you, Mike? Stalwart as ever, Chris. Are you? Certainly. I need you to do me a favor. We're recording this show a little early this week. Uh-huh. Is this show, can this show come out on Thursday this week? You want it to come out on Thursday? Yeah, because on Thursday, if you're listening to this on Thursday, which I know you are. Oh, for certain. Because Mike is stalwart. Like, we had a corrupted file on the uh, show last week. Yes. It was absolutely, had nothing to do with the show coming out late. It was nothing to do with any other thing. It was no, just, no, no. There was a problem with the file, but Mike uh-huh. somehow figured out the issue. Yeah. It was Tammany Hall. Tammany Hall had gotten to the file. You know how you get to Tammany Hall? How's that? Extortion. Um, yeah, that's what it was. It was a .e extortion file. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, uh, but this will come out on Thursday, and uh, uh, tonight I am in Austin, Texas. Woo! Adam Lucky and Robbie Bernstein, uh, we're doing a porch tour show in the backyard. Come to see that. Go to eventbrite.com slash Robbie the Fire. You can get tickets to that. Uh, and then Saturday, is there a this... drink minimum at that backyard? No, there is none. It's BYOB. Uh, 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 and then, but the next night we will be at the Secret Group in Houston, and the night after that we will be at Zia Extraordinary Farms in Albuquerque, New Mexico. What? Yeah, you're going out there? Yes, we are. Like to the farms? Yeah, we're going. It's on the farm, and people can just come to this and camp. Yeah, you. This is you get to live out Leonardo DiCaprio's The Beach. But in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Is it in Santa Fe? I thought it was in Albuquerque. Oh, Albuquerque. I'm sorry. My bad. The good people of Albuquerque. I mean, we're flying into Albuquerque. That's for certain. And then, you know, there's some other dates coming up. Mike's going to book me a ton at 7th Street Comedy Club next month. You were there this weekend. You did well, I heard. Um, Yeah, I did. Yeah. I'm pretty good at comedy. I I would say you were very good to great at comedy. But if you want to put the PG on it, go for it. Okay. But I mean, yeah. I mean, you're the only one who seems to think that in New York City. But that's fine. Dog, I, I got some. Ugh. What? I was taking a look because I'm uh, just thinking up like uh, uh, booking suggestions for a couple of shows on the network. Mm-hmm. Went to take a look at some comedy club lineups for some clubs. Mm-hmm. I am better than a lot of the people on the lineups. I know you're talking about. Yeah. I was like, let me see, because I never check these clubs, and see the comics there. Let me see if they got any hidden gems. And it was, I dude, there was a week's worth of comics on there. Uh-huh. Uh, I knew four of maybe. This is a Manhattan club. Manhattan club. Uh, four of maybe above. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> four of maybe twenty-five names, and I liked two, maybe three of them. Comedy isn't about being funny, Mike. I'm just gonna tell you this right now. It's it's it's. it's... It's about checking boxes and then being fucking cool and then being marketable because all every comedy club in New York really wants is this. They want you to get famous so that they can create a targeted Instagram ad with a picture of you saying congratulations to our alum so-and-so and then uh, use that to sell tickets to see a next future star. So if you're not marketable to a television show, they don't want to. It's a whole thing. Yeah, but like you could get on like SNY. Is that um, Saturday Night Yawn? <laughs> yeah, Saturday yeah. Night Yawn. Saturday Night Yesterday? No, it's a Sportsnet New York. I could probably. You, you're saying that I'm uh, I'm so good at things. 
If it keeps going well, I could do a talking head show over Zoom about the Mets. No, I'm saying that's how well my career is going, I, Chris. I'm saying I've seen the shows on SNY, Mike. Regional cable is is that's that's the stratosphere for you, Chris. That's the size I'm getting. <laughs> Regional te- cable television, but I believe you can get there. I mean, look, Chris Gethard didn't he parlay that into a career? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you know, that was a product of the times. Mm. Like they were like, oh, hipsters have money. Mm-hmm. Let's see if let's see if they'll laugh at one. And the results were like, eh. I think a combination. I think I could do regional regional cable television and then satellite radio are the two things. That's probably the two media companies. Yeah, that makes sense. You yeah. definitely want to go. You definitely want to go regional space with radio. Yeah, 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 yeah. And to space, yeah, 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 yeah. for your radio. The opposite of the way a career should work <laughs> is what I'm going for. <laughs> I'm gonna host the WPIX Channel 11 uh, Sunday afternoon movie. Ooh, you think you can get to WPIX? Yeah, yeah, that's the CW now. No, you know what? I might actually have to, you know, got to see Caucus out there and do WOR Channel Nine. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. Now, now we're talking. I mean, let's I just... mean, look, that's a legendary studio. They filmed uh, uh, the Richard Bay show there. <laughs> Did they filmed WKRP in Cincinnati there. No, it's in Secaucus, New Jersey, not Cincinnati. You're telling me the magic of Hollywood couldn't make Secaucus, New Jersey look, look like, like Cincinnati? Sunny Cincinnati? <laughs> they couldn't find chili and spaghetti in the same place. They could never get it to work. <laughs> By the way, did you know hmm? that this was a like, long-running thing? Hmm. Kansas City is the fat capital of the world? It's the fat capital? Fag capital. Gay capital, dude. So, like, there was a there was a, a baseball of the world. The country of Greece exists. <laughs> the city of San Francisco exists. Yeah. But, um. So this this uh, baseball broadcaster was like he was like running through a thing like off. Uh, it was like hot mic picked up while they were shooting B roll of the field or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's like, ah, tomorrow we're on to Kansas City, the fag capital of the world. I did. I did. Right? I heard that. But then, right, I I was watching Blazing Saddles the other day, uh-huh. right? And they were like, you know, like, ah, oh, we got some, you know, rowdy Texans coming in. We got this, that, the other. We even got some Kansas City fags. Well, that's probably what it's from. That's what that guy was res- uh, referencing, probably. You think? Or, yes. Or, or. You're telling me, you're, you're saying you don't understand that a baseball broadcaster couldn't reference a movie newer than Blazing Saddles. <laughs> okay, what I'm saying is, right? It was it was off mic. He wasn't he wasn't doing it to like be related. Did he know mic. the lo- mic was live, but he thought it was just going to the truck, and one of the guys in the truck was from Can- like. There's always a reason why somebody says maybe. a thing like that. Okay, maybe that was it. That yeah. might be the case. Like that's gotta be what it is. Like. All right, I this mic is live. I can hear myself in the headphones, but we're not on the air, so I'll say this because I know fucking Mike in the truck is from Kansas City. <laughs> okay, maybe. Yeah, that's but, what it is. But I do think that's like I want to know more of the etymology of that. Like, was that a uh, like a stereotype in the seventies that like Kansas City was the San Francisco of the time? You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, the San Francisco of the South. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. It's your Midwest, uh, it's your Midwest uh, uh, city, by I'm the way. I'm just going to Google Kansas City gay community. <laughs> yeah. City. Uh, no. Immediately what comes up, conversion therapy. Oh, for real? No. 
damn, I was looking for an open conversion therapy camp for another show. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I what show? I don't remember. I think it might have been Skanks. Okay. But I couldn't find one that was like... We should go to a gay conversion camp. Yeah? I think it would be hilarious. Just for like a couple of days. Like, like you can check out, right? I would assume. I mean, I just want to check it out and see what they're talking about. So do you Is th- it, Are they just talking about the Lord? Do you think they have them? For adults, or is that is that strictly a thing? They must. For... What about that? I'm not gay no more, guy. Yeah, if it... I like women. That guy. Yeah, that guy might have gone through conversion therapy when he was like 16. Then why was he still so gay? I thought like like I thought like I, so I figured like conversion therapy works like antibiotics. You're still kind of sick when you're done taking them, but then they do their job and it's out of you. You know what I mean? So I found one in uh. Colorado, but this is saying it's for addiction, mental health struggles. So I don't think that's... So there is a lot of gay stuff on visitkc.com. Oh, yeah? There's a whole list of resources for LGBTQ plus travelers, Kansas City gay bars and clubs. It's super funny because it's just a stock photo of a bartender. (laughs) And it's just like, imagine you just get stuck being the gay Kansas City bartender. (laughs) Yeah, right? Like, his boys have to be like, hey, you, you uh, serving any drinks to queers in KC? Yeah. Oh, so, you, so you're running the gay bar in Kansas City. I saw you yesterday. Leave me alone. Oh, the greater Kansas City area is among the most popular urban gay and lesbian travel and vacation destinations. Damn. You know what? You know what they fucking did? This is what they did. They go, shit, nobody wants to come to Kansas City. <laughs> Let's just say we like the gays before anybody else does. Because they have a whole thing, like the history of more than 50 years ago, the city of fountains, all they had was fountains. They were known as the city of fountains. The city of fountains. That means there must be more than one fountain. They were like, all right, we got to come up with, turns out fountains, not a huge draw, guys. No one's coming to Kansas City. For these fucking fountains. <laughs> Why did they make us buy all these fountains? It's like So it's like, all right, let's figure this out. It was the uh, uh, first national gathering of gay rights organizers in oh. Kansas City. It's like, remember in American Gods, where they went to the center of the country, the absolute center of the country, and there was all these uh, 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 things there that... Um, there was like tourist attractions. They were trying to build it up. And then they were like, no, like it's actually the least magical place in all of America. <laughs> like that's why all the gayest people, like all of these like whimsical gays, you know what I mean? With their billowy button down shirts and colorful things, you know what I mean? Sparkly fucking big strong women dressed like Paul Bunyan. They all gathered. In Kansas City, because there was no magic there. Oh, okay. It was the city of fountains. And they had to spread magic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fountains are Maybe rich. they all just actually went there to waterboard the gay out of themselves. Ooh. But they still have to do it in a fabulous way, so they had to use fountains. Or what if they were just trying to put gay into the water supply? Boom, all these fountains. I mean, look, I jerk off in a reservoir once a week, so I'm putting gay into the water supply. <laughs> You're drinking New York City tap water? You're drinking my cum. Oh, man, thank God for my Brita. Yeah. It's not filtering it all out. <laughs> no. My cum is strong, baby. <laughs> it's getting through. <laughs> um, 
Shortly after the conference concluded, a KC group of organizers established themselves as the Phoenix Society for Individual Freedom. In addition to highlighting local and national actions impacting LGBTQ community through publications and events, the Phoenix Society quickly established itself as a leading publishing house for nacho affiliates across the country. They got gays, they got Mexicans. Let's go! <laughs> nacho ass, honey. <laughs> yeah. Nacho daddies, ladies. <laughs> um, so... It's a. Uh, it's so funny. It's like we said. Kansas City seems like the most boring place on earth. Even gay people, instead of like we've all we've talked about tons of times on this show that pride parades are lit as fuck. Yes. Uh, uh, in Kansas City, gay people don't have lit as fuck pride parades. They start publishing houses, Mike. <laughs> Dog, those are some those are some some homos after that bag, dude. But I'm just saying, it's like you have a publishing house. Is the guy in the leather doggy mask running the publishing house? I don't think so. I mean, yeah, dude. You know that guy? Like, yo, that guy knows how to follow direction. That is his entire thing. So, like, yeah, why couldn't fucking dog That's actually guy? true. That's actually a good fucking point. Not a lot of chit-chat going on with those dog masks on. Nope. That actually might be your best chance for employees. Like, you just get a couple of these pup play guys in there. They know how to follow orders. Yeah. You know. You can put some wee-wee pads down. Yeah. You don't even have to build a bathroom. Yeah. No bathroom breaks. You don't eat water fountains. Just get a big-ass bowl. Just one bowl. One big-ass bowl in the middle of the room. Yeah. That's put true. a wee wee pad at every station. Put a cup. Put a little kibble out. Yeah, honestly. Every now and then on the factory line, when they're when they're binding the books, you put like one milk bone for every hundred books in there. Hmm. Cranking them out. <clears throat> woof woof. Am I right? Got him. Get along, little doggy. Jesus Christ. Got any more dog jokes? Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. This is getting rough. Doggone it. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been old business. Moving on. Mike, uh, uh, I feel like we should talk about the Gilgo Beach serial killer. Oh, should we? I. It's Every headline in New York City is about the Gilgo Beach serial killer. But I, how many people did he kill? Uh, I think 11. That's a lot. Yeah. And they were all whores? Uh, from what I understand, it was, uh, mostly, uh, yeah, uh, escorts. A friend of mine texted me and said that he was invited to this man's house. What? Several times. And I was like, you didn't go? He's like, I'm glad I didn't go. I was like, why? He wasn't going to kill you. He only kills prostitutes. Like, unless he was calling you to come suck his dick for money, he wasn't going to kill you. He might have served you dead prostitutes, which means you might have hepatitis. But still, good story. Um... Listen to some of these headlines. Gilgo Beach murder suspect Rex Hoorman, by the way, kill whores, and your name is Hoorman, uh, seen standing awkwardly in resurfaced high school drama club photo. Like, what a crazy, like, just anything. Dude, and by the way, I'm looking at this high school drama club photo. Everybody's standing awkwardly. It is a, I couldn't even tell. 
like I'm reading the caption now, but I could not tell you. Everybody's standing awkwardly. It's a high school drama club photo. How could you not stand awkwardly? Um, it, it, none, none of these kids are standing confidently. It's a bunch of uh, uh, Kansas Cityans. <laughs> Which one is he? He's all the way on the left, second row. I would say he's standing less awkwardly than most of the other men in this photograph. Okay, so like... Like bottom right, matching plaid shirt kids? Yeah. Both look like they hate their lives. Yeah. No, those guys are those guys are trench coat mafia for uh, sure. Upper right? What's up with that kid? This one? Yes. Yeah, that looks like a loner. Yeah. This kid? By the way, if you had to go guess the serial killer, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would guess either the teacher. This guy? Yes. Good, good. Yeah. More of a diddler than a, than a murderer, but yes. Yeah, sure. Me might diddle him to death, though. Or that kid on the right. Those are the murderers. This one? Or even the one right below him. Yeah, oh, this one. Second right. Oh, yeah, that that is a, oh, that might be one? a girl murderer. Oh, this one? Yeah. Who's not even looking at the camera. He's just staring ahead He's staring with dead somewhere eyes. somewhere else, dead-eyed. <laughs> just yeah. thinking about how he wants to murder all these people for making him pl- play a plant. Yeah, if anything... This is one of the few guys who's, like, smiling confidently. Yeah, he looks like he's having a... Bl- it's like him and that other guy in the back row near this him. one. It seems like him and that guy are double-teaming that chick yeah, on yeah, a regular yeah. basis. Like, yo, this chick gets down, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She... Look, the reason why that guy is hunched over, because he is a boner, because she's, like, rubbing his hand while jerking that confident-looking guy off. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. But I, there's so many headlines. There's one... Uh, Hold on. You know, like, they're drama kids, so they were definitely doing weird sex stuff. Yes. And I would not be surprised if that pairing was, in fact, correct. Here's another one. This is a weird one. And this is one where they're just like, we just need clicks. (laughs) Childlike doll removed from alleged Gilgo Beach killer's home as cops search for any trophies. And it's just, and they're like, it's it's a creepy doll. Look, we're go, we're just going through the house to look to see if there's any evidence. That's what the police said. If he has any trophies, but like, look at the like that looks like it's just a doll in a box. He had a wife that might be like a fuck. Who the fuck knows who that is? That's not particularly creepy. No, no, that's clickbait. But yeah. I do think we're onto something here with this whole crew. Yeah. Oh, they might all be murderers. There could be more, like. You know what I mean? It could be like, remember when Johnny Depp went to prison for the weed charge and blow? And yeah. then like when he was in there, talked to a bunch of other guys and figured out how to up his criminal game? Mm. That could be what was going on here. Like this whole fucking drama class. Mm-hmm. It's just a bunch of sociopaths with murder on the mind. And they framed the one kid who was not. And they were like, yo, let's pin it on this fucking dork. That's, I think that's a very fair point, Mike. Somebody we've known for years, but, like, haven't really been in contact with. He's married, has a wife, not awkward anymore. Hasn't moved that far from where we went to high school. Yep. Is not um, into drama anymore. Like, has left the drama field. Found satisfaction outside of uh, begging strangers for attention. Yeah, dude, these guys are still pursuing a career in the arts and murder. And you said you have the uh, profile of this guy. Um, th- that somebody predicted while they were looking for him, right? Uh, yeah. So back in 2011, um, damn, this motherfucker's been 
out murdering people. Yeah. Uh, 12 years of fucking murder and mayhem. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, 2011, just months after the bodies of four women were discovered near Gilgo Beach on Long Island's southern shore, several experts and criminologists put together a sketch for the New York Times as a characteristic of the expectancy in the subject. Um, 11 people in total would eventually be found, probably killed by a white man in his mid 20s to mid 40s. Nailed it. He is married or has a girlfriend. Mm hmm. He is well-educated and well-spoken. Nailed it. Financially secure. Nailed it. Has a job. Nailed it. Owns an expensive car or truck. Got him. And lives or used to live near where the bodies were found. Wow. Whoever wrote that is a psychic. That's the only way I can <laughs> That's it. figure out how they knew that a serial killer would be a well-off. It's Look, here's the thing. It's like scuba diving. You need a lot of free time. It's an expensive hobby. You know what I mean? You've got to like You've got to be secure in yourself to start serial killing on your off time. You know what I mean? Like it's like it's it's uh it's like climbing Everest, you know what I mean? Like it's like what do you Sure, you could do it. A lot of people have gotten away with it. A lot of people have done it at this point. It's well, not really special anymore. I mean, it's honestly to evade capture for over a decade. That's pretty In impressive. the age of the internet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I'll be honest. Just in general, like, yeah, ha- being a serial killer and then, like, regularly just being like, I'm outside. I'm just doing stuff. Like, I'm just like, like, you have to constantly, like, like, simply existing. Like, if that's your weird kink and it gets you off to have been a serial killer, like, it's got to fucking just be great like it's got to be like all the time you've got to be having that like dopamine drip like every second you're not caught for your serial killing you got to be getting the dopamine drip that you would normally get from like i don't know loving your family or like putting your dick through a glory hole those are equal right i mean as somebody who has woken up um and seen my daughter Smiling Whoa, at me, ear Mike. to ear. Whoa. What? First thing in the morning when you see your family. It's the best thing. Oh. Uh, I, next wh- to... Yeah, why'd you bring that up right after I said glory hole? Well, because I've also put my dick in a glory hole, and I'd say, yes, it is very similar. Wait, you stuck your dick in a glory hole? Yeah. Really? Yeah. What? How am I just now hearing Buddy, this? What are you, the Gilgo Beach killer? Rome. You did it in Rome? Yeah. <laughs> that's why you want Alex to take you to Italy again. <laughs> yeah, dude. Get on the other side of the glory hole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait a second. Where were you that used a glory hole? Uh, Kansas well, City? Yeah, Kansas City. Um, no, one of those fucking, uh, like, nudie booths. Oh. Uh, but you could see the person. So you have no idea who that was. No, it was good. When in Kansas City. <laughs> when in Kansas City, my guy. <laughs> I was looking at a beautiful woman. <laughs> but all of our holes were moving around while this music played. Yeah. How much did that cost you? No. For the love of the game. The other person on the other end was just for the love of the game? Yeah. That was definitely a man, Mike. Nah. Could have just been a horn. I've seen a number of videos, dude. This is a mouth thing? What? This was a mouth thing? Yeah, it was at waist height. You put your dick in. No, but I'm just saying. It's there was like, a what? mouth on the other end. Okay. It wasn't a razor blade. That was my only fear. Well, it could have been a vagina. Yeah. Yeah. If it wasn't a vagina, that was a man. 
No. Free glory hole <laughs> at a peep booth? Yeah. So you were paying to look at a naked lady uh-huh. and got a free blowjob. I mean, there was a hole in the wall. Put my dick in it. Mike, <laughs> I don't think you're good at math. What? In what scenario yeah. do you have to pay money to look at a naked woman, Uh huh. but then a different woman will blow you for free in the same room? It's not the same room. She's in another room. That well, she she's in another into. room, but yeah. she's you're she, in the room that you're <laughs> paying to see a naked lady. Yeah, she's also in the room seeing a naked lady. Okay. She paid to get in that room. Hold on. So you believe that you were at a peep booth. Yeah. And a lady yeah. was watching the same lady you yeah. were watching. Yeah. Now. Well, she couldn't be watching at the same time. Her face she, is going to be well, she could, looking at the wall. Well, I mean, she could move her eyes, kind of catch it in the peripheral. Yeah, but uh, you would get dizzy. Yeah, that's true. If you had to move right. forward while looking yeah. to the side. No good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd have to be like a, a man to do that. Why would the if it was a man and he was there to pay uh-huh. money to suck dick? Okay, uh-huh. this is an absurd proposition to well, begin with. No, it's not. Here it's not. Here's here's how it's not absurd, right? If you want to suck rando dicks, mm-hmm. but particularly you get off on sucking off straight rando dicks. Uh huh. You go to the place where men are the most boned up with a hole saw and assume whoever's on the other side of that wall is so stupid that they will put their dick in any hole available. Well, if that's the case, if this mythical gay guy Mm -hmm. who wants to suck dick so much, he'll pay for the privilege. First of all, we all know that... There is a there are there is a sect of depraved gay men that spend money to suck dick. Well, those fuckers. Usually, they're very closeted. Okay. Republican congressman, buddy. In my mind, there was a woman on the other side of that wall. There's nothing you're going to say that's going to change that. So I'm fine with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, essentially, same thing. Glory hole. Men, women, same thing. Baby Mike Harrington. First thing in the morning. Okay. Same thing. You, you're saying you equate seeing your daughter in the first thing in the morning to the You Gloria? said that. I was backing you up, you fucking asshole. Jesus Christ. Uh, I really hope Alex doesn't listen to this This is the this last show. time I yes end you. This is never happening I re- again. I really hope Alex doesn't listen to this show. <sighs> God damn, dude. Oh. Uh, yeah, so the three women uh, who he is actually being charged with the killings of uh, all were believed to be sex workers. And apparently, apparently, this guy was still seeing sex workers right up until the point where he was caught. Mm-hmm. Was he killing them? I mean, I don't know. I guess if they know that he had a meeting um, and the body counts only 11, uh-huh. probably not. He was probably sizing up some kills. So I'll be honest, though kind of good on him you know what i mean like to be able to resist the murdering yeah or you're just like you like maybe he saw these girls 15 times before he murdered them Mm, i guess that is yeah because then you build trust with them right like i just watched a video of a guy uh who jumped out of an airplane without a parachute uh because he was a skydiving instructor who had done 
10,000 jumps in his life and uh nothing he, left to live for no this was his like third one of the day and he was like oh well i got my camera that i gotta film them with i'm good to go and he jumped out and he didn't realize until the guys above him pulled their parachute that he didn't have a parachute to pull yeah and the people who pulled the parachute didn't realize either and they'd already pulled their chute there was no way they could catch him that's how he died there's video of the people who he jumped with successfully opening their parachute and video of him crashing to the ground. This is why everybody needs a checklist. Yeah, dude. Checklists are important. Checklists are important. But I here's the problem. Once you've hit that like 10,000 hours point of something, mm-hmm. you're going to like you're not going to even look at the checklist anymore. The checklist is irrelevant to you because in your mind, the checklist is already ingrained. You know what I mean? Yeah, I suppose. So I do think that's what's happening with these whores, is they get a little too comfortable with some John, who they've met too many times. Also, like, if I if you're, a, if, if you're a serial killer, you're seeing a woman that you're going to murder on the, you know, I guess you say that for the, you said 15th date. Um, you go, I'm going to make myself seem like a real rube. We already know he has the theater skill. Ooh, yeah, this is, this is where his drama background came yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, I like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like this. So he's, a, he's sitting there. He's going, I'm not, he's probably like bumbling a little bit, like acting shy. Meanwhile, he's fucking killed like seven whores already. Yeah, he's, he's nervous because he has a wife and he doesn't want her to yeah. find out. Yeah, 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 exactly. And he's like playing it up and he's like, it's, oh. His greatest shame that he sees whores. And then he's just saying to this girl, no. He's telling this whore that she was the. Fir- it's the first time he's done this. Him and his wife don't really have sex anymore, but he still loves her very much. Oh, it's just the marriage okay. has gone too far. He's like getting really into this character. And here's the thing. Here's what actually I think happens is I think he said. I think the first time he does this with this prostitute. Now he knows he wants to fuck this prostitute. He knows, but he just he feels guilty. So he 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 does this whole devoted father thing, and then she starts going. Well, no, like a lot of. The people I see, they do this, and then they get close, and then blah, 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 and then they're talking. Then maybe she tries to extort him. Dead. Then, now he's just like, well, that was the best role I've ever played. I have to relive my glory drama days. There you go. From when I was one of the only two confident men double-teaming some whore in the back row. Okay. I like this. And now he's just doing, he's just replaying the same role over and over and over again. Like he remembers how nervous he was the first time, and he draws yeah. on that for inspiration. It's like it's like Chaz Palminteri, fucking trotting out that one man show every five years, <laughs> just playing the hits. Just, just I'm gonna just do Bronx Tale again because I haven't gotten a movie role in a while, so I'll get a little press, and then maybe that'll lead to a movie role. And you know what, Palm, uh, Chaz's Chaz's place gonna be filled up for reservations for the next six weeks. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. That's like... uh, So, I don't know. There was a woman I know who Mm -hmm. says that she got a call from this guy Mm -hmm. uh, who's a sex worker. But you don't believe her. I do. Yeah. Yeah. What Uh, makes you believe her? I don't know. Like, some of the details. Like, I've seen her screening process before, and I know, like, you know, she does take the whole business seriously. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, she wouldn't fuck you because she knows you have bad credit. Might have worked out a barter system. It's fine. Um, you do what you got to do when you're on the streets. The the long and short of it is um, 
she said that like this guy fucking um he could make the trip from like the southern tip of Long Island to the city to give her a deposit, but he had to uh but she had to come out to him and he would pay for her car to him. He would come to give her a deposit. Yes. And then the next when they actually had sex, she would have to come to the the southern no the the like southern shore of Long Island. Oh, the South Fork or whatever? Yeah. So but like all the way out there. Yeah. Hour and a half drive. Right. But he was gonna pay for her car. So her response was like, wait a minute, why wouldn't you if you're gonna spend that much money on a car for me, why wouldn't you just get a hotel in the city instead? And he's like, No, it has to be at Gilgo Beach. And she was like, mm. Nah, my bullshit detector is going off. You're full of shit. Mm. And she never met up with him. Mm. And you're saying this isn't just a crazy whore trying to attach herself to a news story. I mean, it could be. Could be little column A, little column B, but it would check out. Like she would, uh, she she would fit the demo of uh, who he was murdering. Who he was murdering? Yeah, mm. I mean, she's a sex worker at the time, late twenties, mm-hmm. um, fairly new to the game. Mm. Like her arrows profile wasn't that old. Also, all of. Uh, the women that were murdered open my comedians trading blowjobs for spots. Crazy. Yeah. It's wild how that works yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike, Mike Harrington, Booker Extraordinary. I definitely didn't, uh, I definitely didn't just set this guy up. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I definitely wasn't the one getting my yeah, dick yeah. sucked by open micer comedians and then murdering them the, on the, the southern tip of the There's island. not even a comedy club in Gilgo Beach. That's the Red Herring. <laughs> or the Red Harrington, if you will. <laughs> All right, that's fun. <laughs> oh, moving on. Why only the end of the drop play? There you go. What was that thing you said earlier? It was very funny. I was going to write it down for a title. I have no idea, Mike. <laughs> Damn it. I don't remember anything that we say on this show. <laughs> Five seconds Fuck, later. It was so good. I brought out your. I, I brought it out to text to you. Mm. Ah, oh well. Say lovey. All right. This is what I want to talk to you about, Mike. You're very upset about Drag Queen Story Hour. We know this. I hate it. Yeah. I hate um, it with my my whole soul. I sent you a link on Twitter of a Republican congressman. Uh, it, now we've heard this before. We talked about this a little bit on High Society, where it's like people are very worried about. Um, wokeifying the military and gays in the military it's like it's this debate has come back where like you know there's that there's that trans is it admiral or general uh i think it's a navy thing um that would be an admiral then yeah you're talking about the drag a fucking male a male to female trans person being a the head seaman is just (laughs) a lot um but people are worried about Woking up the military, and rightfully so. And I, I, I don't blame them for being upset about this. Yeah, uh, Rachel Levine. Rachel Levine, um, Avril Levine's sister. Bruh. <sighs> what are we doing? What are, what are we? What are we doing? Pull that back up. Jesus, it's a handsome woman. Remember, remember when we won World War Two. I do not remember that. We just, we won World War II. Mm. And now, 
that's in charge of the military. Well, I don't think that person's in charge of the whole military. Well, I mean, an admiral in the Navy, that's... That's pretty high. That's pretty high. Yeah. Um, I don't really care about that, if this person is qualified to be an admiral in the Navy. Uh, uh, I don't know which one of the village people she was, but uh, she might have been the Indian. Um, that's how she got his diversity hire. Um, well, play this video of this Republican. Wait a second. Wait a second. What? I don't even think this person's in the Navy. Who? All right. The Rachel Levine person. Uh-huh. <clears throat> The, the Department of Homeland Security. By the way, this black press secretary for Biden is fucking hot. So hot. So hot. She's so hot. Yeah. I almost don't mind the fact that she lies to the American public every yeah, yeah. day. I mean, that's a press secretary's job. Oh, She's very hot, though. They're so good at what they do. Yeah. Uh, Levine was commissioned as a four-star admiral in the U.S. Public Health Service Commission Corps. What is it? <sighs> Public, first of all, why did you say corpse? Like an Corp. idiot. Yeah. No, who gives a fuck? I mean, learn how to read. Levine was commissioned as a four-star admiral in the U.S. Public Health Service Commission Corps, becoming the first openly transgender four-star officer in any of the United States uniform service, as well as the first four-star admiral in the Commission Corps. Okay. What Pub the fuck is the Public Health Service Commission Corps? I don't know. What's a postmaster general? That's... That's not a real, I always assume that's that, not a part of the military. Hold on, I, I always assume Post Serial came up with Captain Crunch because of the Postmaster General. <laughs> They're like, how do we play on this? They go, I don't know, Captain something. <laughs> True. Um, forget all that. Play this video. It's very funny to me. This video. Because, I look, here's the thing. Is I don't think we should actually be worried about this because we haven't won a war since World War II. And I'll be honest, they didn't even let gays in the military for a while. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's not the gays. I don't know. Once we let the gays in the military. We still weren't winning wars? Well, no, dude. We, we, we let them in, like, around Korea. No way. It was don't ask, don't tell. Yeah, there you go. That's like saying, hey, you're not really welcome here, gays. Before that, they were just like, gays aren't allowed in the military. And you know what? The gays who wanted to go... To Here's the thing about going to the military. It's like going to the priesthood. You kind of go there because you're gay. Sure. But that's like the, the, the don't ask, don't tell thing was like... That was kind of like, hey... Hey, we know you're here. Yeah. And you have so much self-loathing in you because it's the 50s in America and you're gay that we feel like we could weaponize your hatred for yourself and society writ large. Yeah, but that wasn't the case. Because we lost all them wars. You think there was no gays in World War II? Name one. Private Ryan. <laughs> Noted homosexual. It's true, dude. Matt Ryan has never played a straight character. Yeah. Ever. Um, all right, you ready for this? Yep. Yeah. What this is, is just shows to the extent that the Biden administration has been pushing this agenda into our military, and it is weakening our military. It is not making it stronger. We Pause this real quick. It's pretty funny. Re rewind it. We'll watch the whole thing again. Um, it's pretty funny. We just did this the other day, how like every Republican congressman, we did this on High Society last week. 
but every Republican congressman looks like a caricature of a Republican congressman. They all look like, like- without fucking fit. Liz Cheney looks like a Republican. <laughs> like it's like it's like it could not the cat. It's like it it feels like they all come from central casting. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like every time I see a Republican congressperson, I believe I'm in the Truman Show. Yeah. Like, it's just me and you are the only ones not in on it being the Truman Show. They uh, they all look like they're going to start their sentence with, Now I say, I say, boy. Here we go. Huh, huh, huh. <laughs> yeah, all right. Let's watch this again. What this is, is just shows to the extent that the Biden administration has been pushing this agenda into our military and it is weakening our military it is not making it stronger we have drag shows taking place at malmstrom air force base there are 150 icbm missiles that are being controlled by that air force base and by these individuals i don't want someone who doesn't know if they are a man or a woman with their hand on a missile button first of all does he think all missiles are like the button like wait oh like he thinks they're like any one of those places can just fire the nuclear football yeah like what is he like he's like they have missiles at military bases but he's like does he think that they have like launch codes also it's not pertinent to the thing but i do like how this guy is so homophobic that he clearly can't go to a Taylor <laughs> because Taylor is an ambiguous name. It could be a boy's name or a girl's name, and he doesn't play that. Oh, I thought it was because they were going to have to check his inseam. Oh, that also probably, yeah. You can't be having that. You can't have that. A man touching me with a tape measure? Can't do it, sir. The outside of his knuckle? Yeah, but it's like also like there was a drag show at the military base. So? Yeah, and? What are we, what are we upset about? Right. Like, it's just not, it's like, it's not a library. This is not the children thing. It's like, you can't then go, all these guys who are like, they're gaying up the military. And I'm like, hey, to break it to you, fellas, uh, making a bunch of adult men go to camp together, <laughs> do a lot of push-ups, get all sweaty. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, you think they have individual shower stalls at any of these military bases? Or is it just a bunch of dudes naked soaping themselves up? I mean, you're just making it sound appealing now. Well, yeah. <laughs> I am the GI Bill. Go to the military. Get your dicks. Put your dick through a hole. Italian bill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, We're just having fun here, folks. Moving on. (laughs) Folks, we got to talk about YoDelta.com. YoDelta is the Delta 8 home of the Gas Digital Network. They are Delta 8 sponsor. Are they not, Michael? Yeah. I just don't. The Delta Eight Home, the, the yeah, the Delta Eight Home. They're the home of high quality lab. They're the Delta Force, not gay. Home of the Gas Digital Network, 
the Delta Eight. Uh, I'm not I'm having a good time with words today, Mike. I can tell. You know why? Ever since you said I have to work at SNY, I'm gradually turning into Mike <laughs> Francesa. <laughs> Where's your Diet Coke? I mean, this is Natty Ice. It's Diet Coke. <laughs> um, but go to YoDelta.com. Use the promo code GAS. You will get 25% off your order of high-quality vapes and gummies with Delta 8 THC. And here's the thing about Delta 8 THC. It is legal in a lot of places. Traditional Delta 9 THC is still illegal, and that's because it's derived from hemp. But here's the thing. It still gets you high. So go to YoDelta.com. Use the promo code GAS. You will get 25% off your order of high-quality Delta 8 vapes and gummies. You'll get so high they'll be able to join the military and do all the gay stuff that they're going to make you do because it's now a gay military. Gay. Military. Gay. Moving on. Mike, what's new with the Taliban? Uh, they got some stuff going on. They've always got some stuff going on. This is, here's what I read about the Taliban today. Uh, this is from Euronews.com. Twitter's free speech approach backed by the Taliban. Is this my Taliban music? Yeah. I just found out about this song the other day. <laughs> Not from you. Um, but here's the thing. Uh, uh, uh. Apparently, uh, not a fake name, Anas Hakani. Anas, come on, dude. Like, if you were going to make up a fake Taliban name, <laughs> it would be Anas. Anas Makami? Yeah, yeah. Hakami. Hakami. Um, a senior Taliban official with no government portfolio says said that the social media platform had two major advantages over other platforms. First advantage is freedom of expression. The second is the public nature and credibility of Twitter. Twitter doesn't have the intolerant politics of meta. Other platforms can't replace it. Now, interestingly enough, the Taliban does not allow free speech. Dude, the, ta- <laughs> the Taliban is pro-Musk. Oh, yeah, they are pro-Musk. Those boys are probably pretty smelly. They got a lot of musk going on under them fucking robes. Mm-hmm. Um, but here's the thing about the Taliban. Um, it, it, I think that they like Twitter because they're like, oh, we'll just like let people use Twitter. And then they'll tweet about how they hate the Taliban. And then we can kill them. We can go find them. Yeah. Yeah, makes sense. Twitter also doesn't restrict geolocation. Yeah. They don't do any of that. We love all the freedoms of Twitter. Yeah, yeah. We love, my friend, we love everything about Twitter. What, what we really like is that it lets people uh, uh, unfiltered put their thoughts out there without really thinking. And then you cannot edit the tweet. We know what you meant. You wrote it first. We want your stream of consciousness. So that we can cut your fucking head off. They're all about it. Yeah, they love Twitter. I mean, honestly, if I was the Taliban, I would want everybody to be tweeting constantly. So that I can then go find and murder them. 
for tweeting against the Taliban. That does feel like the natural end game. Yeah, it seems it seems pretty solid. Did you see? Uh, so I've been seeing this recently with Twitter. Mm-hmm. A whole lot of people calling out uh, whores for being haram. What do you mean? Like just girls posting like their OnlyFans shit. Um, like they'll be just rep- like girls just posting ass on Twitter, et cetera, et cetera. There'll be a lot of guys in the mentions being like, brother, this is haram. No good. Really? Yeah. What are they, Arab? Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. They're allowed. I'm, I'm just saying like the, the, the Taliban is, is they're all over Twitter letting people know that it is like the parts of it that are against Muslim law. Oh, good. Good for the Taliban. Dude, man. they're police and everything, man. They're 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 very good at this. Dude, you know what? Matt Stone, Trey Parker, far be it for me to question them. Mm-hmm. I think the Taliban might have been the world police. Mm. Think about it. The world thought police, that's for sure. Yeah, dude. Who would have thought we'd get all this uh open mindedness from the Taliban? Yeah. Still no women going to college. God bless them. It's a fucking... It's heaven on earth out there. Moving on. All right, Mike. We got an Ask the Goon. Let's Ooh. talk about... Let's, let's do this. There's a question that came into us. Uh, uh, um, let's see here. Uh, from uh, David. Hey, Mikey and the Goon. Hello, I- David. I have a workout question for you two. Hell my yeah. question is, should I keep my gym membership or cancel it and get resistance bands to work out with a to work out with along with a kettlebell and bike or walk for cardio? Thanks. PS, doesn't Harrington still owe the millions of listeners, billions of listeners, uh some kind of tattoo? I believe you were supposed to get a tattoo. Tattoo of what? I don't remember. What I drink on the show. Okay. So uh, th- this guy vaguely remembers a tattoo thing. You vaguely remember a tattoo thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me any kind of concrete. Back this up with anything? Tattoo away, brother. Uh, Yeah, I mean, David says you need to get a tattoo. Of what? I mean, the logo of the show. No. that Why? was not the That was not the agreement. What was the agreement then? I don't know. Seems like you also. Know. What is the logo of the show? You want me to get the guy's face, like the art, the 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 yeah. art nineteen art? Yeah, yeah. Chris, that's an absurdly large. Like that's there's so much shading involved. Get a full back piece. No, the guy who actually drew that is a tattoo artist, so I'm sure he'd be able to tattoo it on you. No, you're not gonna get a full back piece of the show. <clears throat> I will get it the size of a stamp. The size of a stamp. Yeah, a tramp stamp. Come on, Mikey. U.S. postage stamp. This is ridiculous. That's perfect for it. It's a square image. You get a note. All right. Just get the letters. Notes of a goon, but as a tramp stamp. No. What? No. You're not going to do that? Mm -mm. You get notes, goon on your knuckles. And then what? And then of on the thumbs. So when you do like this, it says notes of a goon. Notes of goon. There's no no room for the A. It just doesn't work. Mm. No, you're the A. Hmm? How am I the A? You'll figure it out. <laughs> hey! Well, back to this man's actual question. Should he cancel his gym membership? 
Now, Mike, you've canceled your gym membership, and you're the peak of health. I mean, yeah. You, you were like, you know, $10 a month for Blink Fitness? No, thanks. I don't need to take showers there anymore, so I'm good. I mean, that's what you were mostly using your gym yeah, membership 100%. for. 100%. And then the locker for the day. Yeah, but they uh, they caught on to that, and they kept taking my shit and threatening to throw it away. They never actually threw it away, so God bless them. Yeah, good for Blink Fitness being yeah. decent folks, not knowing... That their business model attracts the homeless. Yeah. And assuming that the homeless would... Could you pay to keep a locker there full-time? No. And they knew that you I would have. They knew you were homeless. Yeah. How did they know? I was jerking off in the showers every day. <laughs> Individual shower stalls? Yeah. Blink Fitness. No, communal showers. I was jerking off for the communal shower. I was just going to say, Blink Fitness. Blink Fitness, less gay than the military. Look, that would be baller. You know, if you have the balls to just be showering next to other dudes oh, yeah. and standing shower jerk it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you know how intimate of an act a standing shower jerk is in your 30s? Dude, a standing shower jerk. I can't. <laughs> I could not tell you the last time. First of all, <laughs> I remember, I know I stopped jerking off in the shower because of how fucking long it takes. Yeah, it's a while. So you were just going <laughs> to Blink Fitness to jerk off in the shower. Take a shit, jerk off in the shower, get changed, and go about my day. It's like my morning routine. They'd open at like 5 a.m. And you would go in there. Yeah. You'd spend the... All right. So I'd... Not I'd, work out. I'd get you to stay at the bar until 4. That's true. 4.20. Yeah. I'd wander around for like an hour. And Blink Fitness would open. Go there first thing. There's nobody there. Who am I going to bother with my jerk sesh? I mean, whoever has to clean the cum out of the fucking nah, shoot grout. It, shoot it down the drain. You're good. I mean, they must have known you were jerking off in there just by how long you were showering for. No, yeah, we go, we go quick, dude. When you're fucking, when you're a man on a mission, dude, like there is no backup plan. There's no fucking. There's no other jerk that day, right? But were you bringing your phone in there? No. So you're just jerking off to your imagination in the shower. Constantly. That's like a forty minute jerk. No, 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 no. Ten minutes tops. I, I use imagination so much. Like, yeah, I can is a use, touch point. Okay. I can use imagination. Fine. No problem. Might still take a few minutes. I can... I can't jerk off in the shower. It takes so long. I, like I said, I stopped jerking off in the shower because of just how long it takes. I mean, you look... Uh, not all of us are made for the elite jerk off <laughs> to be elite jerk offs, which I am. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I guess you are. You're you're a jerk art artist. You're a master artist. Uh, I'm a martist. No, master artist. Master artist. Yeah. Right. I like it. Yeah, master Um that was not this man's question at all. He uh, he asked if he should <laughs> quit the gym. Um, here's the problem with the, some of these questions we get. We don't have enough information. I'll tell you this right now. When I was 
I was probably in better shape when I was going to the gym, but it was driving me nuts because I hate a crowded gym. If your gym is crowded when you can get there and it's the only time you can get there, I started going to the gym at two in the morning a lot. Okay, that's that's weird. It was, I mean, I wasn't the only one at the gym. Like, you couldn't have gotten away with jerking off at the gym at two in the morning in Bensoners. On it, then why did you even go? That's true. You're going to go to the gym in Bensonhurst and not jerk off? What are you, square? If you jerked off in the gym in Bensonhurst, they would fucking kill you. Yeah. Like, if they caught you jerking off at the Dolphin Fitness on 86th Street and 25th Avenue, the guy, first of all, there was a guy, the guy who ran the desk at that time was an old Vietnam vet. And he would go like this. He'd go, Chris, let me tell you something. I'm fucking twisted. I'll tell you this. I'll fucking, I was in Nam. I, you know how many people I killed? I'll fucking rip your spleen out and Oof. then go home and eat a nice calamari. I don't give a fuck. Now, that guy would have just called all the actual scary dudes working out if he caught you jerking off in the shower. Like, I'm telling you, if you got caught jerking off in the shower, Little C's used to work out there at like one in the morning. No. I swear to God, you used to see Little C's there all the time. You ever throw the keys to the truck to Little C's? No. Damn. What a missed opportunity. If only I had had a truck. Oh, man, what the fuck did I hear somebody say? I was Somebody was saying, uh, we were talking about some guy, like, yo, he nice, he can ball. Like, he ain't good for the league, but he, he'd be mad nice at, like, a L.A. fitness. <laughs> I mean, dude, that's saying something, though. Like, at if he, if you're knocks, a, that dude is a problem. <laughs> dude, I think that's, that's the most you can hope for once you hit 25. True. Like, if you're nice in a pickup game, like, indoors at a gym, like, you're not... You might not even be playground nice anymore. You know what I mean? Like, you can't just go fucking ball in a playground. Like, just, like, catch a pickup game with some strangers. Like, outside, you might get fucking bodied. But at an LA Fitness, motherfuckers with headbands on and shit? It's not a bad life. Could be worse. So if you like to play basketball, maybe stay stick with the gym. It, it all depends what you're getting out of it. Like, look. I would say get at least two kettlebells, first of all, two different weights, so you have something to aspire to, or get an adjustable, uh, SoCal Kettlebell sells really good adjustable kettlebells, get one of those. Um, uh, I would, yeah, spring for one of those, and then like, yeah, get like a jump rope and fucking, what did he say he was going to buy? Also, by the way, walking is not cardiac. Yeah, it can be. I mean, when you're as fat as Mike Harrington. Bro, if you're sweating, uh-huh. that's oh, uh, that's cardio. I, I don't know if I really like resistance bands. You know what I mean? So wait, if you're sweating, that's cardio. Yeah. So then what about when you're eating? I don't sweat while I eat. Yeah, you do. Don't you lie. Well, my heart's working while I'm eating. So, yeah, it's cardio. For now. Hmm. I'm just worried about you, Mike. You know, it's tough love. But I don't think, I don't, I don't know if I particularly like resistance bands in general. Get some power blocks and a couple of kettlebells, a couple of SoCal adjustable kettlebells. And then, you know, maybe, I don't know if you, what your living situation is. You have a backyard, get a jump rope. That's cardio. That is cardio, dude. And I'll, I'll be honest, you said biking. Biking is cardio. It's not the best. Go for a run once, a, once or twice a week. 
in all honesty, it's like if you hate the gym, stop going to the gym and use that money. I mean, that's why like I have a bunch of home fitness equipment is because I hate the gym. I hated going to the gym. I remember I went to the gym to try to get a workout once and I was just doing, I was probably doing um, like back tries and shoulders in one day. And I was just trying to get on the dip station and there was 10 kids at the dip station. And I was, it was like right before spring break, again, Bensonhurst. And they were, I was like, you guys almost done? And they were like, no, we have uh, 10 more sets. And there was, I'm talking about, there was five of these guys, five or more of these guys standing there. And I go, total? No. Like, and they were like, no, 10 sets each. I was like, why are you doing 10 sets of dips <laughs> each at a gym? Yeah, that's that's park activity. Yeah, yeah. That's like old black man at the park. And also, he's doing 10 sets, but every dip takes a minute. And he is yoked. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, the dude, dude, that's like a weird kind of strength that I never want to fuck with. The, like, medium-sized, older black man who only works out at the park but does 10 dips at a time, but literally every dip takes 30 seconds, is, like, if that dude fucking wails you with an elbow, you're dying. I think you just turn to dust. Yeah, that dude's crazy strong. Yeah, that's a wild amount of strength. Um, What do you think, Mike? You think stick at the gym? I think that all right. The best shape, the like the, the times I've been in the best shape in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them was when right I, now. One one of them is when I lived in Oregon, mm-hmm. and I was going to rehab. Uh, yeah, I was in a rehab, but I also had a bicycle mm-hmm. to get me all around, all over the place with for a the basket. Whole summer, no basket. Um, and I would say I came back uh, home in great shape after that. Uh, bicycle is fantastic. It's fantastic. Um, you know, the the old adage, abs are made in the kitchen, not in the gym. So it's like, no matter what you're doing, if your diet I sucks. I mean, if you're the Gilgo killer. If your diet sucks, it's really not going to matter if you're going to the gym or you're going to, you know, whatever. Sure, but, like, look, here's the thing. It's like, people, here's the thing about, like, the gym and where it actually matters is that you, or just working out in general. Abs aren't made in the gym. Abs are made in the gym. It's just, if you're not doing the right thing in the kitchen, no one's ever going to see them. True. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, so it's like, there is this thing where I always say this to, like, when dudes are, like, trying to get in shape, I'm like, do not worry about your stomach. Because that's the hardest thing. Right. Like, do core exercises because it will help you with your lifts, right? But really the thing is, and we've said this before on the show. Just do a, something that you like your arms, your shoulders, your chest. It's easy to build those. And you will feel good. And like, honestly, if I don't know if you got tits or whatever, I never like had larger man tits. I had like a fat gut and I had like very fat legs. So it was like, for me, it was like, all right, I'll just do shoulder. Like, I was like, not like focused on shoulders, but like, it was like, I was. You start seeing that definition, and I'll tell you this: the best thing for that sort of thing is kettlebell shit. 
like kettlebell cleans, kettlebell fucking swings, presses, snatches, like all these fucking moves. And honestly, if you really actually do care about your fucking abs, there is not a better better fucking movement than the, than a overhead windmill. Like for your obliques and shit. Some of the most yoked people I know, it's all Me? kettlebell pretty oh. much. Diego, I was gonna say. Oh. Well, I also what you Diego so much is the most shredded man I know. More than your karate other karate friends? Nick Simmons maybe might be more shredded. Oh yeah, Nick Simmons is in wait. He's in better like he's bigger. No, he's in like better like photograph shape than Diego. Sure. Like Diego is I think Diego's like a cardio beast. Yeah, I don't know. He does kettlebell. Justin's like also fucking shredded. Has, yeah, but I mean, he does none of that. Diego has like a, an eight pack. Like Justin's fifty-seven years old. Whatever. Long story short, um, the biggest I've ever been, like the the right biggest. <laughs> Jesus Christ, the biggest I've ever been as far as muscle goes uh-huh. uh, is when I was going to the gym, taking supplements, drinking protein powder, like doing all that. But I was also twenty-three, twenty-four. I'm not at a point in my life where I got time. You don't to be have doing the time for it. Yeah, um, that's another thing about the workout out at home is you can just so like I worked a, a, a day shift at the bar. I covered for a friend the other day, right? Mm-hmm. But I didn't get a workout in. Now I just went to my house and I was tired after my shift, but I have a kettlebell, so I can eke out 25 minutes with the kettlebell. Despite the fact that it's a little later in the day. You know what I mean? Like, that's the beauty of working out at home. If, if you're an older guy, I say go for the home workout. And also, there's there's nothing bad about, like, bodyweight shit. Like, like push-ups, bodyweight squats, crunches. Those are good exercises. A pull-up bar? But it's also a thing where it's like, you. there's no excuse. If your gym is at home, you're already at the gym. There's no... I don't want to drive across town. It's raining. I fucking look for parking. Yeah. None of that. No. You're already you're in your gym. You're in your gym. Yeah. I, so here's, but here's that the thing. That helped me during the pandemic. I'll tell you that. But there's also people, I have friends who go, I could never work out at home. I need to go to a place because I'd be distracted by my things. And that's a problem. But here's the thing for me, I'll also be distracted by my things in my house. And it'll take me three more hours to then go to the gym. The thing about the gym that is good is you will work out longer if you have that time. Because you're there. Yeah. You could just do more. Like, I remember I'd be at the gym and be like, well, I'm already here and I'm listening to this podcast. So I'll get on the rolling stairs. Right. I already did some cardio when I got here, but I may as well do this as well. Might as well. Yeah. Or if, like, you're doing a back day... You jump on the row machine, yeah. even though you already ran for 20 minutes in the beginning or whatever it is just to get your heart rate up. Screw it. I got, you know. I'm, I, he- I'm here. Yeah. There's I got 20 minutes left on this podcast. I got 45 minutes till I got to be at the doctor's. What yeah. am I doing? Yeah. You got to go to the doctor so that he can check your heart rate so you don't die. But that's my advice. Moving on. Um. All right. What's up with Mike Pence, Mike? A uh, whole lot. He's having a bad week, huh? He is the new Jeb Bush, huh? Rough weekend for this guy. Yeah, yeah. Here, you know, you know it's bad for you as a GOP presidential candidate when people are talking about you 
in a bad light. Chris Christie in the race. <laughs> like, I, I saw somebody saying, uh, <clears throat> like, they were shitting on Chris Christie um, because he's tough on Trump on ABC, but he won't, um, he won't, like, shit on Trump, uh, like, to his face or in any kind of other public forum. Hi, Alex. I thought you wanted to say hi, Alex. Hi, Chris. How's it going? Are you good? Do you need to say something to Mike? All good. I was just coming to see how deep into the show you guys are. Pretty so deep. I have a general estimate of when Mike is my, home. This is my third beer. Hmm? Yeah. It's, uh, so, Chris, the concept of the show, as I can tell you've never listened, uh, is that Chris shares a six-pack with the audience. So he's on his third beer right now. That's so that means that six-pack is almost done, boys. Yeah. 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 All right. Do you, do you need Mike to leave right now? No. You okay. don't need me to leave right now, do you? No, I was just trying to figure out if you'd be willing to help me with baby stuff. Like, where you need your stuff. I don't know, Chris. Do you want me to not help my uh, my wife with the baby stuff? It's up the to you. Is I got to bring in the baby, the stroller, the Is the baby bag, here? The... What? Is the baby here? Because I could use a co-host. <laughs> <laughs> no, the baby's at her mom's. Oh. They're just going to pick up the baby. Okay. Uh, um, so you're, she's going to bullshit with her mom. I know how women are. So, yeah, we'll finish the show. You'll be home in time. Yeah. Do you have separate cars now? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Separate bedrooms, too. Um, moving on. Jesus. What? She's gone. So Mike Pence. <laughs> Rough weekend. Rough week for Mike Pence. Uh, uh, having a tough time. The whole Chris Christie thing that I said before. Um <clears throat> Got hit with a water balloon by a girl. Yeah, oh yeah. Let's watch the video. Nailed him. That is a younger. Whack! Got him! That's on Long Island, too. Dude, by the way, by the way, how does he have no Secret Service? (laughs) Yeah, dude. Yop! Got him, dude. Yo. No, no, he's got Secret Service. That dude right there with the with the sunglasses. That's oh yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. That guy who did nothing, dude. He did not throw his body in front of that water balloon. No, dude. dude. He should be fired. Whoa! <laughs> he should have definitely. What are you doing? Yeah, dude. Get in front of that water balloon, bro. You can't let your guy be getting cracked with a water balloon, dude. You got to get replaced, dude. He just looked at her and laughed. Oh no! You know what it is? It's a woman secret service agent. Oh, she's all she. Yeah, she's just like good bro. for you. She's like good for you, ma. That's no. Title Nine, bitch. Dog, are let's you, go. They disrespect Mike Pence that much that they give him a they lady give secret him a service, lady <laughs> secret service officer. Dude, by the that way, by the way, can't have dinner with a woman who's not his wife. By the way, can we play this video again, <laughs> one more time? Look at this little girl's face. Oh, dude, she's hyped. I'm gonna throw this out there. <laughs> Never fuck a woman from Long Island. <laughs> they're that vindictive when they're nine. <laughs> Jesus Christ. First of all, look at the fat older gentleman right there. The, her cousin is just like, oh my God. That's the vice president. Oh my God. Got him. Oh, Dude, beast. That girl, by the way, MV fucking P. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. Anybody who uh, throws a water balloon at a politician, I'm a fan of. Yeah, you rule. Yeah. You're fucking awesome. I don't care who the politician is. Could be somebody I like. Throw a water balloon at Ron Paul. Hilarious. 
He's 80. He'll fall right down. <laughs> uh, actually, I think he's 90. Um, but uh, Mike Pence is having a rougher week than even this. By the way, just like he's just having Jeb Bush moment after Jeb Bush moment after Jeb Bush moment. Correct? Oh, certainly. Yeah, this was the so like this was the first one. Um, this was from the uh, the leadership summit uh, hosted by Blaze Media. I think I think it was in Iowa. Uh, Tucker sat down. By the way, how funny is it that Glenn Beck's media company is Blaze Media? Is that is does that, that not seem like it would be a fucking hip hop website? Oh yeah, dude, the Blaze, dude. Yeah, like it's so fucking. First of all, Hot ninety sevens slogan used to be for years blazing hip-hop and Mm r&b it's so fucking funny now mike pence is blaze media yeah uh so i think they had uh like every one of the republican nominees uh republican front runners for uh the the presidential race um had them sit down with tucker and do like a little uh by the way I like how Tucker is just doing to all of these politicians what John Stewart did to him. Mm-hmm. It's just transference. Oh yeah, he's just like I have to. I have to get that power. I got jumped in. Oh, is you think that's what it is? I think it's a it perpetual is. cycle of violence. Yeah, yeah, yeah dude. Like in the he, inner city, he caught but it. with white old fucking political pundits. Yeah, he caught it from John Stewart. Now he's that's all he knows. He has to give it back. Mm. Now he's had the Fox News shackles taken off. Tucker's a wild dog, baby. Unchained. Mm. All right, so you ready for this? Along the way, the Biden pause it real quick. Pause it. the The dumb face works even less <laughs> when he's facing sideways. Tucker, <laughs> he sucks. I know a lot of people like him. I know a lot of people who listen to this show like him. Bro, I'm one of them. I know you like. He's him. sold me in the last two years. Bro, post Fox Tucker. I solid. But, no, I mean I look, I like some of the stuff he stands for and I've talked to some people who talk to him. Like actually talk to him and it seems like he has actually had an, an awakening and it's kind of against mainstream media now. I still don't agree with his views. But it seems like he is coming around. I'll be honest, this last weekend kind of a good look for Tucker. Well, we'll watch this and we'll, we'll get there, but like it, it does. See, I do like that he's coming around to apologizing for being part of this machine that has really destroyed this country. Yeah, I, I feel like he's somebody who regrets uh, carrying water for the Bush administration. I, I respect that about him. However, look at his fucking mouth. <laughs> Close your mouth, <laughs> you fucking jadrool. Dude, he does look like a fucking rube. Dude. Dude, he looks like the Gilgo Beach killer. Dude, I just want to smack him. <laughs> he looks like a character in Ren and Stimpy that is there to make you angry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like you just want to see Like, Ren, with, like, yeah. a, like one big drool, mm-hmm. like, slowly. Oh, I, I hate him. Tucker, you idiot. Oh. <laughs> All right, let's play this clip has been slow in providing military support. Make no mistake about this. We promised them 33 Abrams tanks in January. I heard again two weeks ago in Ukraine. They pause still it, pause don't it. have them. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to predict what he's going to say here because I haven't watched this whole clip. Abrams tanks. Tucker's going to then go, I guess you're supporting the Jews again, Mike. Is that what he says? Maybe. 
I don't want to spoil it. No. We've been telling them we'll train their F-16 pilots, but now they're saying maybe January we'll let somebody transfer some jets. I'm sorry, Mr. Vice President. Have you? I know you're running for president. You are distressed. You. you are distressed notice. that the Ukrainians don't have enough American tanks. Every city in the United States has become much worse over the past three years. Yeah. Drive around. There's not one city that's New York gotten better. better in the United States, <laughs> and it's visible. Our economy has degraded. The suicide rate has jumped. Public filth and disorder. Pause this. Pause this. Those last two things, those are positives. <laughs> Public filth and crime is up. I love those things. <laughs> suicide rate has jumped. You know what I say? Clean out the brush. Blame Canada. It's a uh, controlled burn, which is what we should be doing <laughs> in the Forest Service. You know you, what I mean? You know how you get rid of so much public filth? Suicide. Controlled burn. <laughs> yeah, controlled burn. Just look. Here's the thing. That's the thing. Is like the suicide rate is up. I. Those are fine things. That's but, why they call. And it. also, I'd, I'd argue this: New York City better since the pandemic. You fucking live in Bayside. Shut up. By the way, wasn't there also a Bayside killer? Probably. Yeah. Um, New York City, significantly better. All right. That's one man's opinion. I think so. I think significantly better. Sure, there's no dollar pizza anymore. And several people I really like have been mugged in the last month. A man got stabbed in the head with a stick. (laughs) <laughs> Four blocks from my house, an 82-year-old man got stabbed in the head with a pointy stick because our boy the uh, stores are running out of knives. <laughs> our boy, uh, yes. our boy from uh, doped up and dying. David uh, he got slashed on the train. That was one of the things I was referencing. Yeah, I didn't want to. Was there a stick involved? No, no, no. But it, a person did get oh, stabbed. I saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got stabbed with a stick. Yeah, got stabbed with a stick. <laughs> Ooh, that's more about the stabbing addiction problem in America, which I'm sure Tucker's not really going to address. Do you think uh, the Blaze is a reference to the control burn? Blaze Media? No, I think Glenn Beck has herpes. Oh, okay, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. And have exponentially increased, and yet your concern is that the Ukrainians, a country most people can't find on a map, who've okay, received Tucker. tens of billions of U.S. tax dollars, don't have enough tanks. Right. I think it's a fair question to ask, like, where's the concern for the United States in that? Well, it's not my concern. Bruh. Tucker, I've heard that routine from you before, but that's not my concern. I'm running for president of the United States because I think this country's in a lot of trouble. I think Joe... What an idiot. Bro. That was the worst way to handle that. Bro. Dude, a lot of politicians... It doesn't it seem like they hit a sound the way the Biden administration. A sound what? Like doesn't it seem like they hit like a, a like the way we have like a fucking drop button? Like doesn't it seem like they hit sound drops <laughs> in their own brain sometimes? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like it's like this is the only thing I can say. Mm-hmm. It's like sound wave from the Decepticons is controlling them. Like is there more to this? Uh, no, no, not 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 with that piece. There was like a there was a slightly longer version, but that's essentially the 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 gist of it was just Tucker talking about how America's in turmoil and the uh, uh, Pence's response was that's really not my issue. I'm running for president. Well, he said that's not my issue. I'm running for president of the United States yeah. 
because America's in trouble. Right. So somehow giving more tanks to the Ukraine is the answer. Well, <sighs> I mean, this is crazy. Look, look, here's the thing. Uh, I, I've, we've, we've talked about this a lot on the show. I think that um, the Amerocentric view of things tends to, it, it's a bizarre thing that we're all of a sudden, will, it, we, I, I made the blowback argument a few weeks ago on the show. Um, but the idea, the, America's been supporting wars all over the fucking world forever. It's like the idea that we wouldn't support you. It's just like the fact that we're sending so much money over there and doesn't seem to be actually doing anything and that these people are not at the table to end the war anytime soon and we are footing the bill is the problem, right? The fact that we're supporting Ukraine in the midst of an invasion is not a problem. The fact that largely American sponsored foreign policy is how it is at least partially responsible for this war. And then on top of that, the fact that we are kind of telling Ukraine that they cannot go to the negotiating table is a huge fucking problem. These are huge fucking problems. The fact that we're sending some arms to some people trying to not die is not actually that big of a problem. And like, no matter what the president does, he's not fixing individual cities. Like, this has always been the actual problem with American government, right? Or, like, not always, but in my lifetime. Here's how American government currently works. Um, cities blame states. States blame Congress. Congress blames the president, and then the president blames the last president. That is just how American politics fucking works. It is a fucking Ponzi scheme. Um, it's asinine. What we actually should do, and it, this is a cra- this is a very funny thing about this, right? It's like you will often see um, a lot of liberals will post this thing where, like, New York and California give more to the federal government in taxes than they receive in, ta- in benefits from the federal government. This is a regular issue. Those same people oppose states' rights because they've been trained to by Democratic politicians in those states. Then this is actually true. Like, the actual thing is, well, if you guys were so good at governance, what you should be arguing for is the, your state to keep more of its money in taxes, and then your politicians that you believe in should be able to pass health care. Because here's the thing, the state of California and the state of New York are larger than a lot of the countries in Europe that have universal health care. So you should be able to do it with the tax basis of California's like the fourth largest economy in the world as its own state. You should be able to do it if any European nation can do it that has 20 million people, right? You should be able to do it. But you can't because what you want to do is grift and then pass the blame up. Republicans are the same fucking way. I'm just pointing this out. Like, it's because it's the thing that's glaring to me because I live in New York. Like, it's like Republicans are just as bad if you look at the fucking pension scheme fucking issues in fucking Kentucky, which we've also talked about on the show. So I'm not going to get fucking back into that. But anyway, you had something else with Tucker that you wanted to talk about. Yeah, um, so Tucker also <clears throat> then uh, left Iowa, mm-hmm. 
went down old Florida way mm-hmm. uh, to the Turning Point Action Conference, which he apparently attends every year, mm-hmm. gave a speech there, and this was like a pretty rousing part of it. So it's totally fair to say, well, wait a second. Close your mouth! It's not an expression of love for Russia to say they, they haven't killed any Americans. Why is that crazy? That's true. I said to one of the candidates yesterday, I mean, look, I've never been to Russia. I'm not that interested in ever going. I don't speak Russian. I'm born in this country. kind of probably plan to die here. Hope to. But let's just do the body count. So what's the total number of Americans murdered by Russia in the last three years? I'm thinking I'm not great at math. I think it's around zero in that range. Uh, prob- no, it's probably a couple. Yeah. I mean, a they lot didn't of them. Amer- kill Brittany Griner. A lot of Americans volunteered for that fucking war in Ukraine. All right, fair enough. Also, Russian mafia. All right. Wait till it's, the second it, half of this point. Okay. I do know two people well personally who died from fentanyl that was manufactured in Mexico and allowed the Mexican government to come here. First of all, that's, that's a fucking moot point. That That's not a real point. He, the, he, the Mexican government didn't allow it to come here. It just got trafficked here like all the other drugs get trafficked here. Let's not pretend Tucker Carlson is all for legalizing the drug trade so that we can get the poison out of the drugs. I don't know. I mean, he's making a good point that, uh, you know, there's fentanyl coming over from Mexico that's killing hundreds of thousands of Americans. Mm-hmm. Yet... We're at war with Russia, but Mexico is our ally. Sure. That doesn't... Saudi Arabia did 9-11. We are allies with the Saudis. Are we? You know why? Because they're better than Iran. (laughs) Are we we, uh, allies with the Saudis? Yeah. Okay. We are allies with the Saudis. Okay. We're always allies with the Saudis when a Democrat's the president. I thought, uh, I don't know, I figured BRICS would change that, but I guess not. Hans BRICS? No, fucking the, the uh, Brazil, Russia, India, China, no, Saudi still, Arabia. As of now, we're still currently trading partners. Hmm. Um, See, India moved off the dollar? Yeah, what do they move on to? Rubies. Like, they're not handling, they're not... Settling international transactions in U.S. dollars anymore. Good for India. It's not good for us, though. Yeah, it's not. You know why? Well, I mean, look, look, here's the thing. He's like, you're not wrong. It's like other countries are kind of like, hey, we're kind of over this whole war economy thing that you've been pushing. It's been, I mean, this is just how long any government takes to move, but it's been, what, fucking 40 years since the Cold War ended? Right? I'm 40. Something like that, yeah. Cold War ended 37 years ago? No. I, Cold War ended Cold War ended the year I was born, so it's 30... Uh... Oh, 52 years ago. Okay. All right. All right. I knew that was coming. Walk right into it. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I got the dates wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been, uh, it's been like 35 years. Okay. There you go. Like, so it's like, yeah, the U.S. is... Consti- like... We just we get trapped in these things in this country where it's like this is the way we do it, so this is the way we always do it, and it's been thirty five years since the war economy ended because the Cold War ended, and we're still doing that bullshit. 
and everybody else is like, hey, um, even our lumbering bureaucratic asses would like to move on. Like, that's actually the problem. It's like, we're just kind of like, no, but this like made us cool. And everybody's like, yeah, you can still be cool. If you just stop talking about the three touchdowns you scored in a single game. <laughs> Fuck. This country sucks. No Been offense. Better. It's, it's not good. I don't think Tucker's going to fix it. Moving on. Let's talk about these fucking climate activists. Hacktivists, I call them. Oh, boy. So they defamed one of the Walton family's yachts. Uh-huh. The, the, the family that owns Walmart. Bad with graffiti, these climate activists. Like, they didn't even write Walmart sucks or NWO for life. Nope. They just threw paint at the boat. Do you have the picture? Uh, yeah, hang on one second. Um, these uh, climate activists apparently just attacked. First of all, weird to attack, I guess, any. Is it just because it's a large boat? I think so. And, well, probably because of who owns it. Well, like, partially that. But, I mean, anybody who owns a boat this big, it is a $300 million yacht. You consume, others suffer. I mean, the name of the boat is the chaos, so you kind of... All right, you're asking for it, you fucking idiot. (laughs) Chaos with a K, you jerk off. Yeah, dude, you're going to go play Mortal Kombat on the chaos yacht? You fucking jerk. Fucking Herb. First of all, you own Walmart. Mm -hmm. You cannot call your yacht the chaos. First of all, that's what somebody's vanity plate who shops at Walmart would be. The chaos. Yeah. Uh, let's uh, hold on. Let let me look at this paint again. Oh, hold on. Uh, so apparently it was caught on film. Well. Oh. Uh, so I guess this is this is the yacht. Jesus. Uh, is it just is a? Big. It's a it's a big yacht. Yeah. It's a super yacht. It's a mega yacht. Look, that's like a movie theater, I guess. In oh, that's pretty sweet. And then here's a video of them. I guess this guy is like cleaning it off while these guys are posing with the picture. I think it's funny that it's like they spray painted it, but it's like they didn't. They they're holding up that sign. Why didn't they just spray paint the message on the yacht? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Makes no sense. It's a better photo op. And uh, also, I hate how that one kid is trying to hold his hands behind his back to make it look like he's handcuffed. Mm -hmm. Well, clearly his boy is not handcuffed. Like, he was posing for a photo that whoever was filming that video was taking. You know what I mean? Right. And, like, the cop was like, I'm not even going to get in this photo. And then somebody else caught that on photo. True. It's so fucking stupid. Um, And the other dumb climate activist thing this week was, uh, did you tell me that some men glued their hands to the road Uh in Germany? By the way. Nothing stupider than that sentence. Uh-huh. Bro, look at that picture. They had to take 
the chunk of the road out. Uh-huh. Look, that's where they had to cut it out. From this guy in a suit, mind you. In a suit with black jeans. He's wearing black jeans. July 14th. He's waving to the crowd. This guy stinks. What an asshole. How are you are late to work because of this guy? Probably quite a few. They had to cut the tarmac to remove him. Oh, it's, this is at an airport? No, no. It's like uh, the... the oh, it's just uh, a main road in Germany? Right. Climate Initiative, uh, last German. Uh, what an asshole. So, yeah, people are sitting down in front of cars, and one motorist uh, drags someone off. <laughs> Cops Dude, are dragging <sighs> them off. Here's the thing, right? Like, I was actually thinking about this earlier today before you brought this to my attention. Hold on. I got to show you one more of these. Okay. Oh, God damn it. Bomb. That's not even a cop. That's just a guy in a shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That chick. Oh, is he just threatening to punch a lady? I think so. What a cunt. Chick got wrecked, dude. Look at this. They still won't move. So he says, all right, well. Guess who's getting hit by a fucking truck? I mean, dude, they wouldn't move out of his way. He's a guy who has he deliveries just, to make. He just wants to go to work. Yeah. He's literally got his Teamster shirt and on. And what, what are they protesting? Fucking climate change. Truck. Yeah, he's wearing a Local 32 shirt. Yeah. This is what I'm saying. That's like, yo, I'm just going to drive over you. Dude, that idiot put his hands up like he's going to stop the truck. Well, I think he was probably just, he's putting his hands up so he didn't get dragged under the truck. Hey, you know what would work even better? Moving. Get out of the fucking road. Well, here, no, but here's what I was thinking about earlier today, though. Like, as I was saying, there's all this doom and gloom around climate change, which, all right, fair enough. Um, but all these models supposedly say that we're beyond the point of no return, correct? Uh, some do. Some do, some don't. I mean, maybe there's no consensus on it. But why are we still talking about reduction instead of, like, some sort of scientific solution to either get the carbon out of the air or reflect the sunlight? So I did read a thing Mm -hmm. uh, that they made, like, this super white paint. Uh, that if you covered 5% of the Earth's surface with it... By the way, it's made out of Tucker's skin. Yes, there you go. Uh, it would reflect enough um, like back into the atmosphere, uh-huh. enough like heat back into the atmosphere or light, whatever. They were literally just saying you could breed, you can genetically breed plants to be shinier. And if all the crops were just shinier, which we genetically modify plant life constantly. Yeah. By just selective breeding, which is not like people think GMO means like they spliced it in a le- like no like no, they, just, they did so I mean they, no but they also just selective like first of all have you ever smoked sour diesel yeah okay have you ever smoked OG Kush yeah have you ever smoked sour OG yeah okay well you that's know- a genetically modified plant okay have you ever smoked a sativa yeah. Have you ever smoked an indica? Yeah. Have you ever smoked an indica sativa hybrid? It's an unnatural thing, Mike. <laughs> so what I will say though, right? They they did a thing where they like made it so that uh, corn could stand up to like certain pesticides. 
Mm -hmm. Right. So instead of uh, needing to, instead of needing to hire workers to go in and like, uh, like hand spray shit and like fucking clean out bugs or whatever from the corn. Now they can just have a crop duster go over and cover everything in this poison that the corn is resistant to. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, well, how do we know that whatever molecule fucking that is, you know what I mean? No, you didn't make a coherent point. Like You kind of just petered off. Whatever molecule is uh, in the corn so that it doesn't fucking die to poison. Mm -hmm. You're saying that that molecule kills you. Might. You're not more worried about the poison being on the corn? Yeah, that too. All of it. But why was that not your first concern? Whatever, man. It's all bad. You can wash the corn, but you can't wash the genetics out of the corn. All right, man. Whatever. You can take the husk out of the corn. You can take the corn out of the husk. Is that what you're saying? Mm-hmm. You're very smart, Mike. I'm glad you have a child. Um, <laughs> what are you doing? Who are you talking to on the phone? I'm not talking to anyone. Are you just playing Marvel Snap? Right. I'm not playing Marvel Snap. I'm engaged in this conversation while you mock me for no reason. I'm not mocking you for no reason. I'm mocking you because of what you just said. Okay. That's not no reason, Mike. I don't know if you know what we do here with these microphones. Yeah. We talk and then wait for somebody to say something. And then we go, that was a dumb thing to say. Yep. Do you Do you have a retort for what I just said? I said a dumb thing and you made fun of me for it. All right. <laughs> Go eat some fucking corn. All right? Look, here's the thing. Why are we not... Look, forget the genetically modified crops, which is how we got here. Why are we building a mirror to fucking move this shit? Like, they even said, like, uh, you can... There's people who theorize that you can... You know, every time a massive volcano erupts, uh, actually, the temperature goes down for a few years, right? Oh, yeah. So you can just simulate whatever that would be, because then eventually that settles to the earth. There's no negative consequences to crops or human life, because volcanoes have been going off forever. So you just simulate a volcano eruption. Okay. I mean, that's one thing that has been proposed. There's okay. other. I just, look, if, if, if there's so many scientists that are saying we're beyond the pale and nothing we can do will help. Why are we still worried about reducing carbon emissions? We should be worried about, we should be doing the other things. That's all I'm saying. True. Kind of feels like a waste of time. I'll give yeah. you that. Yeah. The best way uh, to reduce carbon emissions, by the way, suck on a tailpipe. Moving on. <laughs> All right, Mike, you got to get out of here, right? Yeah, I got to go. Okay. So that's the show. This will be coming out on Thursday. Yep. I'm sure it will. Mike is stalwart. If you're listening to this after Thursday, no, I'm not going to do that because who knows when you're listening to this. Yes. But if this show didn't come out on Thursday, you know what to do. By the way, more and more people doing that, which I thought would never happen. Did it come up? A couple times. 
From whom? A few people. Karate friends? No. Thank God. Yeah, thank God, dude. I don't. I don't, it's, I don't got time to be dealing with my nonsense. Nobody's. Nobody... I tried to tell my karate friend about an actual fight I was having, and he told me to go suck a dick. Which karate friend? You know, the main one. He's the only one who was on the show today. Good night. Well, show me the way to the next whiskey bar. Oh, don't ask why. Oh, don't ask why. Show me the way to the next whiskey bar. Oh, don't ask why. Oh, don't ask why. For if we don't find the next whiskey bar, I tell you we must die. I tell you we must die. I tell you. Little girl, I tell you we must die.